0: Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your host, Christian investment advisor, financial planner, and coach, Bob Barber. Hi, Bailey. Hi, Bob. So, today we're talking about voting
1: and investing.
2: Voting and investing, huh? Well, I'd like to ask a few people with the elections come up why they vote.
1: Well, we have Abby Fortin here, and she works in our building as well here at CIS. Well, she works for a company called Sperry CGA, which is a commercial real estate group. And Abby loves the Lord, and she loves our country, and she is going to vote. And so in this podcast that we're calling Voting Right, Investing Left, we've asked a handful of people, why? Why do you vote? And so Abby, we would love to know, why do you vote? Well, thanks for asking me. Uh, Personally, I found really early on that my vote and the things that I'm voting for do actually affect my life through taxes, through policy, uh, and especially through the culture, because we do know Mm -hmm. that policies tend to follow the culture. uh, And those things really can bleed into your everyday. And, And so even as just one small voice, a along with the other, you know, voices that agree with us that we, we really can make a difference and, and it matters, you know. It's our world that we're talking about. It's the, the people around us and how we treat each other a lot. Amen. Amen and well said and, and thanks for taking some time to talk to us. Today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. Well, I have Sean Peters here who's one of our wealth advisors here at CIS Wealth. He's also Bob Barber's son-in-law, and I'm excited to ask him this question of why does he vote for our podcast Voting Right Investing Left? And so, hi Sean.
3: Hi Bailey. <laughs> Glad to be <laughs> why here. Why
4: do you vote? <laughs> well,
3: that's a great question, and I know there's probably a lot of people listening to this right now that ask the question sometimes themselves of, "Yeah, why do I vote?" Because it doesn't seem like it makes a difference sometimes. But at the end of the day, you know, it's not just one of our civic duties, but it's also a privilege. We live in a country where we have the right to vote. We have the right to affect how we're governed through the people that we elect that represent us. So with that in mind, for me, regardless of where I might live or where someone listening might be living, regardless of what you think the sway of your area might be to one particular candidate or the other, in whatever the election is, you should always vote with your values and your conscience. So every time you vote, choose someone that aligns with what you believe, and someone that fits that as much as possible. And unfortunately, as many people probably think in modern politics, is that There isn't ever anyone that actually fits with everything you believe. So sometimes you have to choose who is it that fits the most, you know, and there might be certain, certain things that I refuse to stand down on. And so I might go with someone who only fits five out of 10 instead of seven out of 10, but it's the non-negotiables. Hopefully that kind of helps and maybe helps people out there who are wondering the same thing. Why do I vote? Why do I continue to vote?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Well, thanks for taking some time to sit with us and I appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, I have with us Ron First, who is a dear friend and Christian brother who works in the office here at CIS Wealth doing Christian insurance services. And Ron, we would love to hear you speak into this podcast as we talk about voting right and investing left. And I would love to just hear, why do you vote?
4: Love requires it. Choice is what God gives us, whether we accept Jesus or we not. The government that we have right now has been given to us by the Lord. Scripture is very clear that all municipalities and governments, Paul spoke to that, were put here for the purpose of doing God's will. So when I have a choice to choose the leader that will govern our nation and will, in essence, set the rules and legislation and laws that will, that will affect me, my family, my children, my children's children— Love requires me to take advantage of that incredible gift of choice, to choose to vote. I want to vote for someone that espouses my values. America has always been a staunch helper, supporter of Israel. I'm also very, very keen on that. And I realized that the day that our nation turns its back on Israel, I also realize that's the day that will be our downfall as a nation. And that's about it. I just think it's an incredible opportunity. I think it's every American's, especially every Christian American's, obligation to do that. And uh, I also feel very strongly not to vote is a vote in itself as well.
1: Wow. Couldn't agree more. Well said. Well, thanks for being a part of this, Ron, and well said. We appreciate you.
4: Thank you. So, Bailey,
2: thank you for doing those interviews with some of the folks in our office about why they vote. So Bailey, why do you vote?
1: I vote because I think that the freedom to vote is a gift from the Lord. And Mm -hmm. I think that um, voting is the fabric of our democracy. And it's a privilege. And I wanna be able to say that I stood up for the things that I believed in and stood against the things that I didn't believe in. So That's why I vote. What about you, Bob? We've heard from all these people, so why do you vote?
2: (laughs) Well, uh, you know, I vote because I love this country, too. And I really want it to be run by those with pro-family, pro-life, pro-marriage values, and Christian values. And I truly believe in freedom Mm. and free enterprise and limited government and limited taxation and abiding by the Constitution. So I want to vote for those that believe that way. My voting is an extension of my Christian beliefs.
1: Mm. Amen.
2: I'd like to ask our listeners the same question. I want you to think about why do you vote? And is it for many of the same reasons that you've heard, not just from myself and Bailey, but some of the other folks that are in my office complex? And Mm -hmm. and is voting important to you? Because I believe that voting is extremely important.
1: Absolutely. Edmund Burke said, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And so today's podcast is about voting right and unintentionally investing left because millions of conservative voters are unknowingly supporting the leftist liberal agenda by how they're investing every day, week, month, and year in their IRAs, company, and government retirement plans and brokerage accounts. Remember I said unknowingly. I don't believe any real conservatives would ever unintentionally invest to support that liberal leftist agenda while voting right, but unfortunately millions are.
2: There was an article that really spurred me. I mean, I've I've been involved in values-based investing, which we'll be getting to, about how one way that you vote. But what spurred me to think about voting right and investing left was this article I saw that appeared on CNBC.com over the 4th of July weekend Hmm. this summer. So I'm going to read some of this article to you. I don't mean to just read to you, but... I want you to listen to this, because this is very powerful. And I remember seeing this article, and we even put it in our last newsletter about voting right and investing left. So here's what it says. Tech workers are opening their wallets to beat conservative, pro-life, free enterprise candidates, even with stock prices soaring and profit at near records. Among political donations from employees at the top five, tech companies i'm not going to mention any names but come on y'all you know who the top five <laughs> tech companies are in america 84 of their money has gone to democrats up from 68 percent just four years ago in 2016. biden has received almost 12 times the amount from tech firms as has trump and democratic senate candidates for competitive seats are also getting the high-tech money even while these tech companies' stock prices soar to record levels, as well as their profits. But while the world's most comfortable tech companies have expanded their dominance in the three and a half years during Trump's pro-business, free enterprise presidency, with an assist from corporate tax breaks, employees at those same companies are more adamant than ever about unseating him. This is crazy. A lot of people have been making a lot of money in Silicon Valley while watching the world fall apart. They've seen their fortunes rise as the rest of the country's fortunes fall, you know, during this COVID. So for decades, the tech industry is interesting as leaned left, particularly in the hotbeds of Silicon Valley and Seattle and heading into this November's contest, the partisan disparity has never been so lopsided. Man, when I read this, I just think to myself, how counterproductive when it's free enterprise mm-hmm. and it's freedom that has got these tech companies to where they are today, yet they want to vote for candidates that don't believe that way. It doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Wow. Bob, I wonder how many conservatives own these high-tech companies, this article is referring to, in their IRAs, their 401ks, retirement plans, and brokerage accounts.
2: Huh. You really? You wonder that, huh? <laughs> well, my opinion is... It's in the millions. And it's maybe not just an opinion. It's a fact that it's in the millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars. When you look at the entire market about how many conservatives own these high tech companies that are funding the leftist agenda.
1: Wow. Yeah, I wonder how many conservatives are also um, unknowingly investing in, in all kinds of other companies besides tech companies that are also funding those leftist agendas that they would be voting against.
2: Again, that's probably in the millions. But today, more than ever, there are so many alternatives for conservative voters that vote right. So they can invest right if they want to. They don't have to vote right and invest left. They can vote right. And invest right. But you know, this takes a conscious effort. It doesn't just happen on its own.
1: So, Bob, how, how do we do that? How do we vote right and invest right?
2: Well, it's utilizing a values based investing methodology. And what this does is it avoids companies that give money and support liberal causes, like we were talking about earlier that want to take away our freedoms. It avoids companies that support destructive behaviors and lifestyles, companies that make money on gambling, tobacco, alcohol, pornography, and abortion. And it avoids those companies that give their money and support organizations like Planned Parenthood that takes away human lives in their most vulnerable state and companies that are also pushing the LGBTQ agenda to our youth. So values-based investing avoids that, but at the same time, it supports. So it supports companies that are pro-family and those with pro-family values, companies that want to make the world a better place, ones that treat their employees well with fair pay and good health insurance benefits, a retirement plan and time off for family, companies that provide a safe working environment, companies with good employee training programs, companies that are compassionate toward their employees' needs, and companies that care about the environment and God's creation. So values-based investing, it started over 25 years ago. In the beginning, it was called morally responsible investing. And then there was a phrase that was added to that by the Christian community that was called biblically responsible investing. And today many refer to it as values-based investing. And I've heard people even say faith-based investing, but you know, the one thing through it all is how important this is aligning to your values.
1: And so this has been helping conservatives and those that still believe in conservative, pro-family, pro-life values align their investments with how they vote and how they believe. But will their returns be the same? I mean, are they just going to lose out on a bunch of money if they're investing in a way that's biblically responsible or values-based?
2: People would think that because you think, well, I'm avoiding a lot of companies. But if you compare like kinds of values-based values based ETFs today, mutual funds and stocks against the ones that are not values-based. The past returns have been very comparable and in some cases even better, but I gotta say that past performance is no guarantee of future performance. Hmm. And it's also, it goes with your conscious that you're doing the right thing.
1: Hmm. Wow, so Bob, how long have you been involved with values-based investing?
2: Over 25 years. Even before the the first values-based, morally responsible mutual fund started, when I started, the choices, too, were so limited. They were very limited, but over the years, the choices have expanded, Bailey, to include nearly every asset class out there. The same asset classes that are available in the non-values-based space. So so you can build a very diversified portfolio today of values-based ETS, mutual funds, and stocks. And the technology uh, we also use today helps us enormously with finding values-based, morally responsible companies, ETS, mutual funds. And when I first started, it was just very, very limited. So I've watched this thing just grow and grow and go. And it's been really neat to watch it grow. When I was one of the first three to five people in the country to start this type of investing.
1: Wow. So you've been doing it for over 25 years. And so instead of voting right and investing left, you can vote right and invest right. And it's easier now than it's ever been, right?
2: It is, you got it. And at CIS Wealth Management, we've been dedicated, like I say, to these conservative values so that those with those values and Christian values, they can align it, line up, vote right, invest right. Like I said, I'm one of the first three to five pioneers that started this. It started with just a few thousand dollars back then and today values-based investment choices are in the many billions and billions of dollars. So it's it's really great to, that you can do this. It's a positive thing. We're making a positive difference. This type of vesting is starting to really catch hold. I mean it's been featured several times in the Wall Street Journal and, and some major financial publications and even some of the uh, the etf values-based companies and mutual fund values-based companies have have even opened up the opening bell on the new york stock exchange so it is it is really catching hold and and i just want people to think about why do you vote well don't vote right and then go invest left let me Hmm. show you how you can vote right and invest right and that's my goal
1: Wow, well, you make it sound easy. You, I mean, I'm encouraged. It sounds a lot easier than I would think it would be. And so where would someone get started with aligning their conservative vote with their investments?
2: Well, there's several ways. And, and one of the ways is I would like to help you get that started. You don't have to use CIS Wealth Management Group that that I'm the founder of. My goal is, is to watch this movement grow and I'll help you get started. I'll help you find other advisors. There's many other advisors across the country now that can help you with this. Thank goodness, you know, it's gone from, like I said, a handful of us in the beginning to there's hundreds and hundreds now Mm -hmm. that love this movement. But start with a visit by going to our website first to www.ciswealth.com and clicking on the values-based investing. Or you can start with a phone call during business hours by giving us a call at 830-609-6986 or email Info at CISWealth.com. We want to make it easy for you. We don't want to make this difficult. We want to educate you about how you can vote right and invest right. We have been serving conservative Christian clients all over the United States for many years that want to align how they invest with how they vote.
1: Wow. Well, thanks, Bob. This is a lot of really good information, and I'm, I'm hopeful. It sounds a lot easier than I thought it would be, and so thanks for your time today.
2: You're welcome.
0: That's all for now. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, or Stitcher. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ciswealth.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA, CIS Wealth Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional.